Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Movie of the Year, the only podcast with the science and the screaming to not be superhero hour hour. My name is Ryan, and tonight we are looking at the franchises of 97, and we are talking about what went right, what went wrong, and how we would change them today. The problem is that that intro, which was, I would say, decently done, was much betterly done earlier and then lost. So we are going to drop you into the action when we were already talking about Men in Black. We're not going to announce that, but you're going to hear because we're talking about a pug. And what else is there to talk about when we're talking about Men in Black? Have a good time. Can I tell you guys why I think like this franchise didn't hit off as much as that first one? It didn't focus on that pug as much. There was no pug. Yes! Action. The pug was there for like 10 seconds. What are we supposed to do with we that? We need that goddamn pug! The pug was what sold it, and that's why I was a fan of the original. Is this Kumail Nanjiani? I couldn't tell you. Just a very good pug. He, no, no. He was the little acorn-looking dude. So there was no pug in this M- new MIB. He's and that was the problem. there. Yeah. He's like, he's the security guard, and he was just like amateur hour. See, and that's that stupid. It. Because in 97, we didn't know yet how much people love dogs. Yeah. And now we now know, we so get them in the fucking movie. Yeah, he should have been like the whole center of the movie. Yeah, they should have made him Agent P. But yeah, I think this so franchise that. just needs to be put to bed. I mean, the first one was good, and then all of them have been awful since then. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's done. But do you guys expect a five? Yeah. No, not after this. You think they're just no. gonna I feel like they might have been planning on it, but after this one, I don't think they'll go for it. I, I think if this one I don't know what the box office for this one was, but I think if the not box boffo. office Yeah, I I think I think if it makes its money back with like a little to spare, they might think about it. But just with the money that they, that was to spare. That's yeah. what they have to make the movie on. That's that that will be the thousand dollars. <laughs> Your next franchise, and this is a precarious one that is had some ups and downs. 97 gave us Batman and Robin. Oof. That was the end of Joel Schumacher. Then we had three Christopher Nolan movies. And then uh, Zack Snyder came in. Yeah. How big of a deal was that initial quadrilogy to you guys back then? Uh, Burton, Burton, Schumacher, Schumacher. Uh, the, the Burton ones? Very important. Yeah, super duper important. And the... Because, because Burton did the Jack Nicholson and the... Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. And then I'd say the the first of the Schumachers with Tommy Lee Jones and James Carey. Yes, with James Carey. I because of who I was at the time when that movie came out, uh, enjoyed a lot. But I, I in retrospect, that man forever. Yeah, in retrospect, it's not. It doesn't hold up to the first two. And uh, I think you have to you have to want to like it. Yes, and you right. have to like believe that Jim Carey walks on water yeah. when you see it. Yeah, and, and I did at that time, so I was like, yeah, this is great. Uh, but in retrospect, it's not great. I do think that the the Poison Ivy and uh, Mr. Freeze, Batman and Robin, that came out in 1997, is the worst Batman movie that has ever come out. And I am including... 66? Well, yeah, I'm including that, and I'm including the... Ah, you're hurting Martha! From Batman oh, v Superman. Oh, come on You're being ridiculous. No, I honestly think that Batman v Superman was a bad movie. But I do not think it was as bad as fucking Batman and Robin. I don't know. That's that's a bold statement. I it's a bold. I don't statement. know if I can support that. But I stand by it. This was the third one. It, obviously, everything was teetering. But but the, when the fourth one came out, the Batman and Robin, it was like it felt like okay, it's fine to say this is a bad movie. Like obviously, this is bad. Yeah. 
you named the the villains that are in it. They also put Bane in it for just five minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm here too. Oh. But then BVS did the same thing with Doomsday. Yeah, threw him that's right true. in the end. Yeah, but I uh, I will say nothing in Batman versus Superman involves like laundry fighting. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that's like a thing that happens in Batman and Robin that I cannot get past. That was stuff that spent like a, an entire scene on for no reason. So yeah, I think that this has only gone up from where it was in 1997. I think 1997 was the low point of the entire Batman universe. I do think they need to maybe take a break making Batman movies for a while. Yeah, I'm okay without it. I don't know what the fresh take is. The only thing I can think of is because we have gone so hyper grimdark the only thing I can think of is trying to reprise the like camp Batman. The thing that we yeah. tried so hard to get away from, yeah. is now what we need. And so I, but I think we need way more time before we can like embrace that or yeah. whatever. I just don't think that there's like any story to tell about Batman right now that's interesting because movies and also the TV shows have just like that Earth is just plowed under, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and especially in the wake of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, which were like people were like, oh. Maybe we'll nominate superhero movies for Oscars. Yeah, like uh, that doesn't happen a whole lot, and I don't know why you would follow that up with things that are just gonna be worse. And like you I, know, they're not gonna be good. I don't love Zack Snyder as a filmmaker, but uh, I will admit that like he felt the reverberations of that Nolan trilogy throughout his entire tenure over there. Like oh, he just yeah. never got a like a way to like do his own thing. And yeah. I don't know what that like. I don't know who my dream Batman director would be. You know, like who who can you see making a great new fresh movie? Yeah, I just Joel Schumacher, <laughs> Alfonso Cuarón. That's why I say it just it needs to just rest for a little bit yeah. until somebody like organically comes up with a fresh take, rather than a we should have another Batman movie. How do we do that? All right, our other major franchise, which uh, it's ninety seven, so you think this would not come up, but the number eight movie of the year, the number twenty first movie of the year, and the forty sixth movie of the year as far as box office goes, guys, was Star Wars. This was before Phantom Menace. This they released all three of the original trilogy yeah, in right. theaters, remastered, and they looked better. But then they also had new stuff. Terrible new nonsense. Stuff. Yes, it, uh, this is. I think I. This was not quite a low point. Like people were not happy with. No, but we didn't realize how trouble. I don't think at the time we right. realized exactly how troubling this was. Like okay, I guess the the Han shooting first thing like made a big splash. Yeah. But there should have not been any excitement about episode one based on these recuts of these movies. They right. are definitively worse in every way for every like dinosaur that's added through CGI. There is some implausibly awful decision. Like I just watched the, the other thing is when George Lucas made these, he's like, these are definitive destroy every other version of these movies ever made. Yeah. And these are the only ones that exist. And it's, uh, it's I just so watched hard. with my family, the, a new hope, but his like recut of it, which includes that scene with Jabba the Hutt in it, where yes. he just steps on Jabba's steps on top back, of him, yeah, because they didn't know how they couldn't think of what else to do. And Jabba like uh, like when you squeeze a stress doll, like yeah. his eyes come out of it. He's like, oh man, why would you step on me, a mob right. boss that you're scared of? That you're scared, yeah, a big giant slug. And then this guy who's supposed to be so powerful, he's just like, well, that's what happens. Sometimes my sometimes my teammates just step on my back. And then why? for Cassie, is this is, is this just your Star Wars like? Yeah, this is all that I, I got into oh, Star Wars no. super late, so this is all I know, honestly. Oh, no. So like, I've never seen Han Solo not walk on Jabba before. Never. That's all I've known. And and the fucking uh, like the the like harem scene with Jabba the Hutt was already like bad, 
but it's like 12 layers Because now worse. there's a music number there's now? There's a whole music number. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Wait, that wasn't in before? No. Decision. It, it keeps They were a bunch of puppets night. just in the corner. Yeah. Oh, man. And, but George Lucas was like, no. My this needs to be way worse. <laughs> my definitive vision for these movies. But yeah, Greg, you were right in like that. We weren't mad yet. But if we look back, we can see like, oh, he's a tinkering. Oh, yeah. like he's got some stuff on his mind, and this is just like this is the appetizer for what we're in for. You really, if you are an artist, if you want to keep fucking with your stuff, that's one thing. I'm not one of these people that's like you shouldn't be able to do that, but you really shouldn't go back and destroy the original right. work that you made. Like if you want to have a new version of your movie, allow the old prints to exist. Those old like theatrical release prints now are they're not anywhere. Like yeah. You can't get those anymore. They've been destroyed. That's I have a uh, a collection of the VHS tapes from before, like the yeah. remakes came out, and I'm like, I, well, I can't get rid of these because yeah. there's no other way to watch those other versions. There's now. like laser discs of the original cuts of yeah. the movie, and those are like the best quality that will ever exist for those for those films. Ugh. I will say though, it was my three favorite uh, times of the movies. Through ninety seven, like this was such a big deal to me. I was in line for hours and hours before each one. Seeing them in the theater was fucking awesome. Even yeah. though we didn't like, we had to deal with all this shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still epic. It still deserves to be like seen in that way. And honestly, I think his big fear was, I'm not going to add enough stuff to these movies to make it worth it. Right. And that's what's unfortunate because the less like it's the parts that he didn't add that were like good and worth seeing. It was cleaning yeah. up the film stock that was worth it, but nothing that the computer did. Let's do one more before we go to break. There was a big number two that came out in ninety seven. <laughs> uh, did it stink? It, it did stink. Actually, I don't know. Taylor, what? Scream two. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we're very divided on this. Yeah. Scream did like Scream basically rebooted a genre. Like yes. Uh, before Scream came out, horror movies for like the five to ten years before that would make a million dollars in theater, or probably just go straight to video. Yeah, like it, it's it. It really is. The eighties were all about like the slashers with like the Friday the Thirteenth and the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and then like it really it almost is like in a clean cut at like nineteen ninety. All of the movies were just garbage from then on. Like, everyone was tired and we're like, uh, who gives a shit? Bunch of chopping malls. Uh, yeah, and not even chopping mall levels. Like, but it, it was garbage. And then 1996, Scream came along and was like, hey, what if we made fun of all of those movies that you hate? And, like, it was a huge success. And then, like, it took, like, another couple of years until, like, 99, you start getting, like, you know, actual good horror movies again. It was crazy to watch because, uh, now horror movies were selling a lot of tickets, uh, and people thought that they could write them. And then also, people—it sort of felt like if, if you better be meta, otherwise you cannot yes. sell a screenplay. Like if you're just strictly genre, that's not going to work anymore. You have to be com- uh, yeah. have commentary on the genre. After Scream, every horror movie for like ten years has to have some moment where like the characters pretty much turn to the camera and wink <laughs> and are like, right? Yeah, like if you're not that movie, you have to be like. Blair Witch Project and just like found footage, like weird, like extremely creepy stuff. But Scream 2 was good. It wasn't as good as the first one, I don't think. 
Uh, what? Let me figure out how to say this. Was it as good as it could have been knowing how much worse it was going to be than the first one? I think so. Especially coming out like a year after the first one. Which that's scary, right? They're clearly yeah. throwing it together to capitalize. It, it was literally like, oh shit, we got a good thing. Let's throw it together. And I think the Scream franchise did fine for itself. Like they were like, I, I don't know, Sydney Prescott's just going to be in all of these because mm-hmm. we love her. Uh, She's the John McClane of yeah. the horror scene. We're just going to keep throwing Courtney Cox in these, even at a point where you think Courtney Cox is too famous to be doing these. She's going to keep. She's, she's still gonna. She's, she's going to keep showing up, and they're going to poke fun at it. Let's talk about 2019. They did four. Yes. And then a TV show. Yes. Uh, the fourth one had uh, what's her face? Fucking uh, Emma Emma Roberts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As as the killer and the it girl, and that was a fun twist where they were like. The killer is also trying to be the survivor because everyone loves survivors now because of the original Scream. Uh-huh. And, and the show Survivor. So she's yeah. the final girl and the bad guy? Yeah. Like, her, <laughs> like she, she explicitly <laughs> says her plan was she killed a bunch of her friends so that she could make it look like she was the one under attack and she would be the final girl and be famous. That's genius. I'm so proud of if, her. Yeah. That, and that speech is honestly incredible. Yeah. Like, Emma I'm Roberts like, is great. But yeah, uh, at this point, I feel like Scream is sort of done. I don't know that we're ever going to get another Scream. And don't want one or need one, right? No, I, I, think if they, I think if they did another one, it wouldn't be Scream. It would be what Scream did for the rest of the movies. This movie would do for post-Scream horror movies. And has there been a single horror reboot that has like hit at all? Uh, no. How about the most recent Halloween? Was that good? Uh, people liked the most recent Halloween. I don't know how like financially successful that, it that was, one was but big. Got, I'm yeah. tra- I'm thinking of like uh, there was a ton of pub for very recently Pet Cemetery and Child's Play. Yeah, and yeah. Those, it just like it went away immediately. Yeah, I I think that they're trying to do remakes because every other aspect of movies has been able to do reboots very well and i just don't think that it's working because people didn't watch horror movies a whole lot so yeah it's already a selective crew and people don't want to watch things that are they've already seen but yeah. it's weird that most audiences are when their hits are filled with like teens like that's the goal right and when their hits it works and that happened to like uh happy death day yeah it's almost like these teenagers can smell out like no that's my fucking parents bullshit i don't uh-huh. want it yeah. i want new stuff i my parents had child's play so fuck it well, speaking of franchises, that's that's the thing that happened with Happy Death Day is they did one movie that was very good, and then they did a second one very quickly, but that was like not what the first one was, uh-huh. but was like maybe better. It was like a weird sci-fi like like mystery movie, and but p- people were like, no, 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 we have to make it exactly like the first one in all of our promotional <laughs> materials, otherwise no one will go. And so people fucking hated it because they're like, this is what I signed up for, <laughs> and I feel like that's what happened with Scream Two. These things seem like the worst writers' rooms to be in. Just oh, everybody yeah. arguing why it should be hack and like <laughs> underplayed, you know? Yeah. All right. So those are the major ones of the year. When we come back, let's get to some minor franchises. Technically, George of the Jungle had a straight-to-video sequel. What? So it was ninety-seven created a franchise. Do we need George of the Jungle now? And who Brendan would Brendan Fraser now? Yes. Yeah. I don't know about George of the Jungle. Would you cast Brendan Fraser as George of the Jungle 19? I would cast him as everything. So, yeah. So, he, the screen killer, the screen last girl, everything. Yeah, everything. George of the Jungle is weird because it comes from a time where Tarzan was like a hot commodity. And so then something that was a send up of Tarzan like would interest people. 
I could not imagine now people being like, yeah, I want to watch that thing that just totally takes apart Tarzan. Tarzan yeah. deserves it, and I'm going to yeah. be there for it. Like, because Tarzan isn't riding high on the cultural consciousness no. anymore. Like, people are never going to do another Tarzan. It's so inherently racist. Well, yeah, because they recently tried to do Tarzan, and it was like, no one saw that movie. Uh-huh. Because it was like, what was it, one of the Skarsgårds? Yeah, what was that? Yeah. that came, so many Skarsgårds these and days. It, and it came out like, what, three, four years ago? And, oh yeah! And oh I, my gosh! I didn't and, they did this right, and I don't know anyone who saw that movie. It was just like I don't know. Let's get a hot guy, put him in a loincloth, and put him in a movie. <laughs> and everyone's like, "We don't want this." The book no, and you. the genre are so problematic. There's no yeah. good way to tell the story of white person goes into the jungle and just fucking kills it. It's just so good at it. Uh, there's just no way to tell that story that doesn't immediately get just odd, unless you want to tell it from the perspective of like maybe villagers who naturally live in the jungle, but there's a 99% chance that if you try to do that, you're going to make it way worse yeah. than if you didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if 99% is worth it. Like yeah. that, that, uh, That's all. That, that is, you're right. The only way that I can see that working is if you start out the movie and it's a Tarzan movie, and then just people who are just like living normal lives like in that jungle like come upon him like, what the fuck are you doing? What is this dude doing? Just like wilding out. In the yeah. jungle, like, it's like what this the- isn't a good way to live. Why are you doing this? You are incredibly unsanitary. Yeah. <laughs> like, wash yourself. What are you doing? I guess if it was like a, it was a quiet drama about a family, and then every once in a while you would just see somebody fly into a tree, <laughs> and then you just stamp that George the Jungle name on it. Maybe that would work. Uh, hot on the heels of Scream, and coming out at the same time was Scream Two. Was I know what you did last summer? Um, this seemed to lose a lot of the meta, or did it have it? It had some of the meta, but it was more of a yeah. This, this is back more, to basics, right? I tried to, yeah. This is another one where I feel like they they tried to like latch on to the scream thing, but they made more of just a conventional horror. It movie. was the thing that yeah. Scream was yeah. making fun of. Yeah, kind of a, a little bit, but they did do the sort of like uh, I, we're we're playing into our strengths. So they made like just a very good like based on like okay, we know the rules now. Let's just make this. I know what you did last summer movie, and then. They proceeded to make more, which was a excellent decision for my part. Is the next one like I still haven't forgotten what you did two summers ago? <laughs> it is, the next one is I still know what you did last summer. It picks <laughs> up uh, because the the first one, which they, that is hilarious. Yeah, the put the fact that they put still in the title yeah. of their sequel. But the first one ends with they were like we're probably not going to get another one of these. So it ends with like the final girl possibly getting murdered. Uh-huh. Like someone jumps out of the showers at her and hooks her. Yeah, the second one begins with, oh, did you have that dream about being in the showers again? And just like addresses that. And then they're like, also, Brandy's in this movie, and we're going to a tropical island. And, and, and they straight up pull Bring up, in the steel drums. That's a Brady Bunch. And they straight up, like, the, the dude's last name is Bilson. And at the end of it, they're like, yeah, I'm that guy that you killed, son. Bill's son. Oh, wow. And it is the best moment in cinema history. <laughs> I do love the sequel that's just going to a tropical island. Yeah. yeah. That's very Weekend at Bernie's. Or we- Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Let's get our shorts on and hang out. We're, go- we're going to the tropical island. It's weird that there's no one else on this tropical island, and all, of, all of the people who work here seem to have mysteriously disappeared. But I love it. 97 had a three, and three I feel like is... That's when you definitely know. Like, yeah. threes will just make $2 million in the box. Like, we are yeah. done with this. This was Free Willy 3. Oh! Damn. And we were all done. Yeah. we The four of us weren't. We were there opening day. Of but course. most of America was. Uh, I was dressed as Willy. <laughs> is 2019 in need of a Free Willy? 
or is it just free willy for us every day? Hasn't yeah, Kevin as a culture, haven't we done? Yeah. Have I we think, lived the I promise think, of freeing Willy? I I think I think Blackfish was yeah, our Black, free Willy. Blackfish, we can't. We that was that free was Willy for Blackfish. Yeah. It was hard to watch. That was our free Willy. The, the only other thing that you do is make it a Jaws movie. I do have to say, free Willy. They're like, hey, look at the look at the fin on the back of the orca. See how it's all bendy like that? That doesn't happen in nature. It's probably because he's so depressed. After watching Free Willy, anytime you went to SeaWorld and you saw how bendy that fin was on the back, you were like, oh, that thing is fucking depressed as shit, dude. I feel awful. 97 saw a sequel that failed to, I think, a first one that failed. Did not do as well as they thought they would. Uh, This is a franchise that has been rebooted a couple years ago and was nominated for zero Academy Awards. 97 had Turbo Colon. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. What are we to do? And I don't know a single person who has ever seen this movie before. Turbo colon? No. Uh, What are we to do today with this fucking franchise? Wait, okay, so I'm going to look up what this movie was because this wasn't the Ivan Ooze movie, right? It was not the Ivan Ooze? Yeah. I have a news for you, buddy. I don't think it was. (laughs) Because I don't remember what mo- what year that came out, but I remember that movie being so. They didn't a big deal. start with the with the IP name. That's the, such a weird choice to me. The first one was like '95, and it was just Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Yes. and I think it was the TV actors. Yes, this and maybe they shot like actual footage instead of using like yeah. footage oh, from the '60s. Man. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these. It has a 15 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This Turbo one. Do they all drive around in cars? Uh, Turbo there, fast. There are. There are. Power Rangers cars on the cover of this movie. So yeah. yes, I assume that it is the Fast and Furious of the Power Rangers. So they're like instead of those cool robotic tigers and like robotic mastodon, cars all going to be driving yeah. around in easy to buy cars. I feel like this was the point where Power Rangers mania had fallen off and people weren't. But as they a, knew as that with the first one. I mean, yeah, I that first one made like probably a quarter of what they thought it was going to. Yeah, they were too late, and then but they, like they just have to make a second one, and no one saw it. No, I, I didn't know that it existed until yeah. you just brought it up. But the 2016 version did see that. Uh huh. T- I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. Taylor, a perfect- we know your thoughts, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie, talk about good movie. I was, still, I was still into it. Like it, it did what you expected. Exactly. Like, Suck. Well, like sucked in that good way though. That exactly. You, like, want the Power Rangers to be. It's like, oh my god, are you Jason Scott, the most popular boy in town, but with a troubled past? Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, there was a thing called Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. And we just let it die. No reboots, no movies. Can't we do and that with see, this? No, because now, no, now we got a gay Power Ranger. <laughs> That's why your generation gave up. We don't give up, okay? That's all I'm yeah. My generation you. does not give up on nostalgia, <laughs> dude. I promise you that. But yeah, I, th- I think if they made another... Like Power Rangers and bring back Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. Like it's a great movie. Who is now rebooting Charlie's Angels? Yes, that's her next thing. So re- listen, it made enough money overseas. Br- give us that new Power Rangers and bring the Green Ranger in. You teased him at the end of the first one. Bring him in. And you know what? Bring in those cars from Turbo Colon, a Power <laughs> yeah. Rangers experience. We've and from Cars Three. Zords. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, Home Alone 3 came out in this year, and Disney Plus has just announced that they're going to remake like five movies that do not, or maybe turn it into a TV show. Uh, do we need a 2019 Home Alone? Check it. Okay, I've been thinking about this a lot, uh-huh. and yes, we do, okay? I'm going to just jump in. I'm fired with enthusiasm. I, I love this. Here's, here's what the movie is. Is this it, what I look like to you guys? Macaul- <laughs> Macaulay Culkin and wife have kids of their own, right? And they're mm-hmm. going to go on vacation. So Brandon Ma- Culkin. Macaulay Culkin purposely leaves his son 
at home oh my on God. the vacation because for him now it's like a it's rite a of passion. Yeah. <laughs> and he purposely pays people to go over and try to break into the house to give his son the same experience that he had that was so formative. Oh, Can Daniel Stern play Daniel Stern and he just needs money? But yeah. He's like, Dude, this is a bad yeah. idea. You should not be doing this. And then Macaulay Culkin's like, it's just this one last job. <laughs> one last one. Bring him in. Job. One last. If he fails it, is he still his son or does he disown his son in that moment? Oh, man. Yeah, it's all on the line. Yeah, yeah. like because now we have to deal with the fact that there's no way to leave your kid at home because they could text you or whatever. Right. So the thing is, he does. He contacts Macaulay Culkin, who, by the way, he's not Kevin anymore. It's just the, it's in the universe, but he's called Macaulay Culkin. So this is a yeah. BH90210 sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So the, his kid says, like, Dad Macaulay Culkin, you left me at home. And he's just like, I know. I did it on purpose. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, Good dude, luck. because it's all on the line here. Keep if you are truly my son... You will overcome this challenge. If you do not overcome this challenge, you're not even my son. Do we get a training montage of Macaulay's son watching Home Alone to learn how to handle? Yeah, this learning shit? all the tricks and stuff. You this, filthy animal. This is almost like a reverse Taken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's an inverse Taken scenario. Yeah, it's like Ransom, but instead of giving back my son, it's here. Take my son <laughs> if you can. Please. please take my son. Please take my son. Oh no, I don't like this. <laughs> uh, no, I'm greenlighting it. I love it. it you, nice. You know Green for a fact light. that everything Greg said is going to be better than the Disney Plus yeah, remake I mean, yeah. update. Who kn- who knows what that that shit's gonna be? Guys, we have one more franchise to cover. No, there's so many. Let's keep going. In '97, I don't like your sarcasm. In '97, <laughs> in '97, a movie there was a comedy that came out that made forty million dollars, and then was such a big deal when it got to video, like at things like Blockbuster, that they made two massive sequels to it, like uh, twenty times the amount that the first movie made. Austin Powers, could that movie be made now? Like, how terrible would that be to watch? Oh. And should Austin pa- or should Mike Myers be involved, or should he keep his fucking dirty hands away from it? No, you know what? Make make a new one and put Mike Myers front and center. But he's reprising the Love Guru. Yes, <laughs> so he plays the Love that married Guru. Married an axe murderer, and yeah, we married an axe murderer, and they have a big pet cat in a hat. And that's right, Mike Myers, Mike Myers, Mike Myers, and Shrek. 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 <laughs> As Eddie Murphy. You know, the problem with rebooting this right now is that the one of the bigger, more interesting spy franchises right now is the Kingsman yeah. franchise. And it is... Doing this already? It's doing it. Yeah, it's both. It's this, you know, a lot of movies go for this, where it's like kind of a parody, kind of a satire, but then also doing the thing and doing it harder than anyone else has done it before. I don't feel like that leaves enough oxygen for then also an Austin Powers. And I think that there's still a bad taste in everybody's mouth from... People don't like this movie. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike Myers was parodying a franchise, like a very niche franchise from like 30 years before that, of like these, you know, James Bond, and but a very specifically 60s James Bond what if we were to reboot Austin Powers, but instead have it be like John McClane or Steve Rogers or like update the thing that we're parodying? So it's like a more modern action hero. Could that work? I, Is there I anything think there? so. Uh, like, so many things seem to at, at the same time be a parody and like Avengers and, already makes fun of itself. Yeah, Fast the and Fast and Furious. Furious makes fun. It's so hard now. Like, there's the irony is like is baked into all of these original productions and the things that take themselves seriously, like the DC movies, end up being unintentionally the most ironic of all because they take yeah. themselves so seriously that they become like clowns. So I just it, it feels like there's just less space there. I don't want to hate on Mike Myers because like his comedies 
very dated, and you know we don't do that shit anymore. Uh, but I do not believe that he can come back now and like you be can't in really the bubble. Shed that persona, and, yeah. Like, rebuild. Uh, yeah, I just I don't think that he has what it takes now. You know. Yeah, the only thing that he's done that's been successful recently is, are those Shrek movies, and if anything, that just pigeonholed him so hardcore. Yeah. And nobody could stand next to Kanye. As he says, George Bush hates black people better than Mike Myers. Like he killed. Yeah, that, that was a that was a a weak moment that he like mouths subtle to the camera. It's like, whose side are you taking in this? Uh, yeah, that that was. I feel like Mike Myers was more famous for that for like six months than he was uh-huh. any any movie he had been in. George W. Bush does not care about black people. <laughs> like, oh, oh! <laughs> I still think about his shock, like the look on his face of like trying to keep it together. But he's like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and he feels like he has to respond because you really don't. No. Just stare straight ahead. You know, you'll just like sink into the background. He should. He should have just like Jim from the office did and looked right in the camera and like. <laughs> or the Seinfelds. <laughs> oh fuck! I know what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do when I go home. I'm gonna edit that. It's just a little sound video. effect that you can play anytime. <laughs> I have often said that if I had one wish from a genie, my wish would be to more get, wishes. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's, that's the that's perfect a good wish. That's a good one. But I would get a keychain that would always know exactly what sound effect I wanted it to play when I pressed <laughs> it, so I could just press it. And it would play the exact sound effect I'm thinking of. And it would be perfect. I like how you have this magic thing that can't exist, but there's still a button to it. Like, you still have to press the button in order for well, magic yeah, to Well, yeah, I don't want it to be you want too to initiate easy. it. Yeah, I, I want to, like, have that satisfaction. I like a tactile click. Guys, th- those are the franchises from 97. We did it. Some of them made me sad. Yeah, yeah. it was a weird year. I'm glad, that, <laughs> I'm glad we picked eight movies to talk about and not these anymore. Yeah. We're going to be <laughs> all done with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. We made good choices. Uh, when we come back... No more shows. End of the show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>